Handle on the News. Handle on the News! Here's Bill Handle. All right. Wow, it's already Friday. Uh, This week went uh, very not so quickly. Yeah, it's just... You had a day off. How could it not go quickly? uh, You're right. Uh, Because uh, it was a weekend in our head. I was watching, I was binging with Marjorie, and uh, she said, oh, it's Sunday already. I go, no, 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 it's going to be Thursday tomorrow. So that completely screwed up our day, for sure. All right, uh, it is Friday, though, and uh, it's Friday. It's... Is it also Friday? Friday. Oh, I know what you're trying to have happen. Yeah, I know. Uh, Did you tell him, though? I did. Okay. Hey, it's Friday. Hey, it's Friday. Okay, I think we're past. Oh, I just looked at my uh, phone. It's Friday, Friday. Great timing. And it's Friday. You know, we almost did that on a Monday. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Morning, Jennifer Jones-Lee. Hi, Handel. Good morning. Good. And good morning, Wayne Resnick. Good morning. And uh, good morning, Alex. And good afternoon, John. Good night, Bill. Uh... (laughs) And now it's time for a handle on the law. Uh, that's right. Six o'clock tomorrow morning. <laughs> Walk through a storm. Keep your head. Wait, you can't, John. John, that was good. No, oh, no. you allow you allow yeah. the torture song oh, I, not to be I, used when you're not is, torturing. By the way, for those people that don't know what's going on, oh, Jennifer's giving me the look, and good but, for you, John. Uh, what happens on Saturday morning when I can't get phone calls, because it's a caller-driven uh, show, as you know. Right. And uh, you know, the 90% of the time, it's always you know calls. Or people are waiting an hour. Occasionally, uh, I can't get a phone call. And then what I'll say is, you know what? I don't get any phone calls. Here's what you're going to listen to. When you walk through a storm. Now, this is Jerry Lewis at his telethon as he ends it. You'll yes. never walk alone. Yes. And yes. he's all bedraggled and his tie is undone and he sweat through Sweaty. his clothes yes. and he's been up for 24 hours. And uh, then, I um, mean, it was uh, it was very funny. Jerry Lewis uh, was thrown out of the telethon, uh, which is, uh, you have to give him credit. He raised a couple of billion dollars over the years. There's a Jerry Lewis uh, center in, at UCLA for, I think, neurological diseases. Uh, but, I mean, he was shameless. I mean, he would literally, well, not literally, but he would have kids uh, leave their wheelchair and crawl across the stage begging for money. He was shameless. Anyway, so what I do is if I don't get phone calls, I tell people, this is what you're going to listen to. And if it's a, you walk through and if it's a 20 after, I'm going to say, we're going to listen to this for 40 minutes. Hell, I'd call you just to stop it. And that's exactly what people do. <laughs> the lines explode. It's brilliant tactic. Yeah, just explode. <laughs> We've never gone past just a few seconds of that. All right. A uh, lot going on today. The Thai rescue. Uh, we talked about how difficult it is. Oh, man. Uh, there's an example uh, Pruitt, Scott Pruitt has resigned, finally. Should have done that a long time ago. And then the trade wars. I have a story uh, to uh, share with you about the trade war that is just stunning. Stunning. Okay, but first, uh, let's do it. Handle on the news. Lead story. 
Is it a Schwitz? No, it is not a Schwitz. Unfortunately, but. it is too dry, which means fires have exploded. Uh, the heat wave hit. I went to uh, work out yesterday, 108 degrees. Outside. Out, yeah, inside it was reasonably air conditioned. Oh, I mean, if it was 108 degrees inside, no one would have exercised. Uh, no one would have worked out. But, but the humidity is expected to rise tomorrow. I'm glad to hear that. But will it feel schwitzy? I don't know. See, it's it takes a lot to feel schwitzy. But today's highs, upper 80s at the beaches, upper 90s for Metro LA and OC, maybe just cresting 100, over 110 for the valleys in the IE today. Mm. So you've 110 got, you, here in Burbank. Uh, yes, it's going to be absolutely delightful. Uh, energy. The energy companies are saying, please set your power at like 78-ish. Uh, advocates for animals are saying make sure that you keep your pets cool and make sure that you don't walk them on hot surfaces today because you can burn the pads on yeah. their feet. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, yesterday, I don't have the heater on in my swimming pool, obviously, and uh, our housekeeper, Maria, who just came back from uh, Peru, uh, her uh, grandson with her daughter came over yesterday and asked if they can use the pool. And I said, of course not. We don't let the help use the pool. What, are you out of your mind? And uh, he jumped in anyway when I wasn't looking. Bastard. And, I love that kid. And he said uh, it, it was delightful. I mean, the pool was just fresh, and it was uh, with absolutely no heat. And it's a deep pool. When you have a shallow pool four feet or five feet across, it's fairly easy to keep the water reasonably warm. We are putting in one of those nine-foot pools like idiots. And uh, anyway, let's move on. Okay, so now I can't get this. There we go. Uh, oh, we've got an update on the little boy who was abandoned at Union Station. My mom so police are trying to figure out why a mom apparently did abandon her son at Union Station. Remember yesterday we were trying to figure out if the woman who was seen playing with the little boy right before she picked up a couple of bags and took off was in fact the mom. Now they think that in fact she was, but they're trying to figure out what was the intent? What was her um, just to, mental status? Is this right because she came back? Well, yeah. And the, first of all, she didn't. It, they don't know. They're not saying at this point. Did she call the authorities? No, it looks like she didn't. Probably not. There yes. was an uncle who said he eventually saw right. on social media the little boy and went and got him. But they're trying to figure out why would this mom do that? Could be that she just went a little squirrely. I mean, there may be some mental issues issues here. You know the court has referred her to a uh, psychiatric evaluation. She's on $100,000 bail, which, of course, means no bail. And there's a whole issue there we've talked about before. There's court cases on that being high bail is effectively no bail. All right. Oh, this is the story. Well, I I know. Uh, We were so – everybody was so happy and even relieved when they found those – that Thai soccer team and their coach alive and relatively well. Well, now a former Thai Navy diver has died. He was going back to the command center that they set up under there after he delivered some oxygen tanks to the part of the cave system where the boys are, and he ran out of air right. while he was underwater. So I, I, I'm assuming, because uh, I've gone scuba diving with an instructor, and, and I ran out of air. 
And it uh, doesn't matter. I was 10 feet below the surface. And I immediately surfaced uh, because I ran out of air. So I went right to the top. He was bug-eyed. He was so frightened that we ran out of air at 10 feet below uh, the surface. This guy is in a passageway and runs out of air, and there's no place for him to go. Can you imagine the panic? Can you imagine what must go through his mind? Uh, I mean, I was frightened, and I knew I was, I mean, I was scared, and I w- just went straight up, and there there was no issue. And that goes to show you, well, it it may not show you how dangerous this is. It could be that there was a mistake in how much air uh, was in the tank. That's still part of the danger, though, right. with your instrument. Yeah, something's wrong with yeah, the they're calibration. Having, they're having a tough time with this. They're trying to teach the kids uh, how to scuba, uh, how to swim. I don't think swimming is a big deal here. Because uh, they could probably hold on. Yeah, to this is not swimming. This is them. simply not panicking because there's going to be someone in front, someone behind, and they're going. You know, the kids are going to have a a, a rope. And all they have to do is flop their feet around, uh, do the, what do they call that uh, when they you flop your feet? When you do the... Uh, Paddle? Kicking? That's it, the kicking. Yeah. That's it. They call it kicking. That's yeah. the word, yes. that's I knew that word somewhere, to kick. It's a verb, isn't it? Remember when uh, you used to do cocaine all the time? Yes. And then you stopped? Yes. You kicked, kicked it. That's correct. All right. Well, I think at this point we'll take a break uh, and uh, continue on. In the meantime... KFI handle here on a Friday, July 6th. Uh, you betcha was celebrating uh, uh, D Day, which was uh, 32 days ago. Okay, that made absolutely, what can I tell you? I'm just going through the dates, okay? Why don't we go back to handle, oh, I know, you're looking at me weird. You want to do a segment where we just bring you a calendar and you go through and every day that you know of something that happened on that day, Yeah, but it can't be on that date. It has to be a month or two months uh, on either side. So 74 days ago. That's correct. Okay, stuff like that. All right, uh, let's do it. More handle on the news. A lot of people say this should have happened 74 days ago. Now Scott Pruitt is out. Great Scott Finally. And the shocker in Washington is it took so long. He has had more ethical violations, issues, investigations than anybody in the government. And the president kept on backing him up. Why? Because he's been the most effective administrator that the president has had in unwinding the EPA, wiping out its powers, changing all the Obama policies, uh, taking all the regulations, gas uh, mileage, um, environmental controls, all gone. All gone. Well, he, as attorney general, filed lawsuit, I think it was Oklahoma, yeah. lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit against the EPA, and they name him the EPA, ahead of the EPA. So the new guy, Wheeler, right, he comes aboard, and he was a coal industry lobbyist. Hey, why not? Uh, God bless America. Well, we're down to three. 
President Trump has narrowed his shortlist for the Supreme Court nomination to three. Mm. Brett Kavanaugh, Amy Coney Barrett. Did I just say Amy? Amy Coney Barrett. I messed it up again. Goodbye. It Amy is Amy. It is Coney. Coney. Yeah, Barrett yeah. and Raymond Kethledge. Yeah, and it looks like Kavanaugh is uh, the front runner at this point is what we're hearing. And I'm going to go through this a little bit later where the detractors of this, of any one of these, uh, especially you got Susan Collins of Maine who's screaming, president, president, they have to follow president with Roe v. Wade. That's a crock. That is a complete, utter crock. And I'll I'll explain that, that uh, it's the president's call and it's... It's, I'll explain later on. I mean, I just there's so many ways to go on this, but the bottom line is the president can choose whatever whoever he wants, and he is asking for well, well credentialed people. And anyway, let's just move on. And there's an uh, there's also a constitutional issue. What does advice and consent mean? We know what consent is. No one knows what advice means. Chuck Schumer thinks the president should tap an Obama Supreme Court nominee as his choice. Does he not see that the barn door is open? Yeah. <laughs> Does he not quite get whose job it is to nominate? What is? Does he sort of missed it? Yeah, he wants him to tap Merrick Garland. Okay. Why? Because number one, it's uh, because Merrick Garland uh, is a moderate. It's probably why. And if it were, if it were, the most qualified person on this planet. Trump would not nominate that person because the nomination was Barack Obama. Anything Obama is bad. Like, Anything. Like Trump's going to go, Chuck, that's a great idea. Yeah, crazy. I hadn't name. thought of that before. Well, here in California, maybe we will get a net neutrality bill. Don't go changing on me. But listen to the, uh, you know, I love to talk about how up in Sacramento, they're both evil and stupid at the same time. So uh, we know the FCC rescinded all the net neutrality rules. And here in California, they said, well, we're going to pass a law and we're going to make you have to have net neutrality in the state. And then they got a bill. And this is Democrat on Democrat uh, legislative violence that happened. They had this bill. And one guy, uh, Miguel Santiago from right here in L.A., put in some amendments to make the bill weaker and then pushed through the vote without any testimony, which is really you're not supposed to do, right? So everybody was like, you've betrayed your entire party by doing this, dude. What is your problem and why do you hate net neutrality? Well, apparently they've worked it out and now they're back with a strong bill that even this Santiago guy says he supports because I think they realized Let's not sell it as net neutrality is important. Let's sell it as this is a way to stick it to Trump. And now everybody's on board. But I have a technical question about net neutrality. Mm-hmm. And that is you have uh, the, the premise of net neutrality, of course, is that the providers, uh, once you've uh, run out of your uh, whatever allotted uh, the uh, allotted uh, uh, amount that you pay, then slow down the um Slow down the speed, and uh, then if you don't pay a certain amount, you get two different kinds of uh, two different kinds of plans: slower plan, faster plan. But my question is, how does that work with just California? You, if you are, if you want to be an, the way it would work is if you want to be an internet provider in, and you want to be able to operate in California, you have you have to follow net neutrality, which would 
probably. I mean, well, technically speaking, uh, since it's a national uh, you'd plan, you'd have to just follow net neutrality across probably, the country. Across the country, See, in, so therefore, in order to comply, that's what I. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, for example, as a practical matter, yeah. I mean, I'm talking practically. Uh, the analogy here is gas mileage uh, and or environmental protections when it comes to cars. Uh, they can only issue so much or they can only throw into the air so many pollutants per million parts or whatever the hell it is. And it's only California. They're the stiffest ones. However, the car manufacturers make cars across the country that meet California standards because it's just such a big market. And that's exactly my question here is I don't know how you delineate one state from another when you're dealing with net neutrality. Because the car manufacturers would have to make different models for California and then different models for Arizona, and they just were not going to do it. You know who I think you should talk to this about or talk with this? RD? Talk about this, yes. Rich Demuros, who's coming yep. on with you later. At 8 o'clock. Okay, uh, let's take a break and come back. And uh, we've got a, still a lot to talk about. Uh, sanctuary laws, yeah, well... Yeah, Supreme Court in California. I mean, California may as well just secede from the United States with uh, the president being the president. And then come back, make an application after Trump leaves office. And uh, we'll go through that in just a moment. KFI AM6. It's not just a Schwitz. It's Schwitz Watch. It's going to be hot, but not a Schwitz. Oh, yes. Hey, good morning to you. It's Free Movie Friday with Adam Tickets, uh, giving you a chance at uh, movie tickets free. Text them now at text reporter to Adam1, A-T-O-M-1, for your chance to win. It's the Adam Tickets app uh, where you can browse movie titles, buy tickets, invite friends, pre-order concessions, all from your phone, skip the lines. Standard data and text messages rates may apply. I don't even know what that means anymore. Like, turn off your pagers. You know, people still say that in movie theaters. You go, what do you, What in God's name are you talking about? And you've got the young people going, what? Wow, what's a, what's pager? a pager? Yeah. All right. Uh, back we go as we continue on with Handle on the News. Jennifer Jones Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. Handle, I feel as if you were to introduce this story, you might say something like, a judge has said, feh, on the president's efforts to block two California sanctuary laws. No. He said a third feh. Oh, I have to say a third one? Yeah, just a third of a fair. Oh, fair. Fit. Instead of fair, it's a fit. And uh, why is that? Uh, look, I don't want to be that guy or pedantic, but I think technically he said two-thirds of a fair to the Trump administration. <laughs> there were three laws on the table, and the judge said California can keep doing two of them. So isn't that two? Th is that two thirds yeah. of a fair? Yeah, yeah. All right. that's two thirds. All right. right. So the Trump administration gets one fair, so or a third of a fair. Anyways, it has to do with um, uh, the law requiring the state uh, to review uh, detention facilities. He refused to block that one. Refused to block that one, uh, and also uh, preventing law enforcement from providing release dates and personal information on jail. Uh, inmates, you remember that it was prohibited under sanctuary law, right? Right. Uh, the judge said it's not prohibited, right? You can do it. And then a, a third law that uh, in, uh, prohibits employers from allowing immigration officers on their premises unless the officials have a warrant. And the judge said, "Oh no, they can do that." 
employers can let whoever they want on right. their premises. Because there is a law now where the employers, if they let a federal agent on their premises without a warrant, they are fined. The employers, I mean, ridiculous amounts of money. Uh, it's just insanity. But it's, did he rule on, he didn't really rule on the merits, right? He just said, right now I'm not going to block the state on these two laws. That's the way that I That doesn't it. mean the state will prevail necessarily right. it, it, down the road. This all has to do with injunctions. This all has to right. do with preliminary moves. Yes. Uh, okay. So the Trump administration has raised their estimate of the number of children who have been separated from their parents. So. I guess we, everybody was saying about 2,000. Right. They're saying it's about 3,000. 3, right. Okay. Yeah, it's a poker game. 2,000. I'll raise you 1,000. I got 100 of them are toddlers. That's true. What do I get for that? That's correct. And it's... Um, the, here's what this, the feds are saying, and they're going to comply with uh, the court order to put them all together within uh, 30 days. But they said, we, are not have to, we won't have time to vet we won't have time to even create facilities for doing this. It's just how we're going we're gonna to do it. No one knows how, but we're going to do it. And then what the feds are saying, well, here's one of the things we have to do. We have to introduce DNA evidence uh, because we have to make some, we have to ascertain whether there is a familial connection. And then now you have the civil libertarians that are screaming, no, you can't do that. So they're between a rock and a hard place. It's uh, it's difficult. The only action that is acceptable is no action of any kind at the border. Whoever right. gets across, they're here. Right. Period. And then you leave them alone. Right. You don't try to stop them from getting across the border, and then you don't do anything to them after they're across the border. And that's the only thing that some people will accept. Maybe they could try and get across in a Trump baby balloon. Pop your balloon. Pop, pop your balloon. Mayor of London has okayed a giant Trump baby balloon ahead of the president's visit to the UK. I don't quite get a Trump baby balloon. What is, is it that he's a whiner or something? Is that know. what they're trying to I, say? Yeah, that he's a, that, right. They're saying it's a big baby. Do you have, you have the picture of it? I do, right? but yeah. it's, I don't see. He looks I like mean, a weeble. Remember weebles? Yeah, the toy the weeble weebles. Wobble. They wobble. They yeah. Yeah, it it looks th- like that with the orange hair on the top I, and a. But safety I don't, I don't pin really see, yeah, printed on it that he's wearing now, a diaper. Now, if he's wearing a Nazi uniform, I can see that because it's a statement about what kind of a fascist he is and where mm-hmm. he's going. But he's a baby. He's uh, I, I, I just don't get it. Well, I think some but, people feel that like if he when people criticize him, he lashes back and he can't take criticism very well. Yeah, but that's a that's a thin skinned. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's just move on. I just don't get it. All right. Uh, the protester who climbed the Statue of Liberty has been charged and could get up to 18 months in prison. I hope so. Trespassing, interfering with government agency function, and disorderly conduct, and it's a federal beef. Yep. So they don't mess around quite as much. Although, and you get in front of a federal judge, who's not and gonna... you're like, I'm just this lady, and I'm protesting. A lot of federal judges are going to go, oh, that's sort of cute. Yeah, Slap and, on the and, wrist. And then the prosecution says, well, how about those people that went to the Statue of Liberty that day, and you've got families that have saved for years, yeah. and we're precluded. Uh, precluded. Uh, do you want to pu- not punish people who stop them from going? Did you watch the president's speech last night in uh, Great Falls? Well, part of it. Uh, he was out of his mind. <laughs> he well, he was talking about this particular uh, situation. He was just, he's out of his mind. His speeches, I mean, it went on and on, and 
uh, his his base, he could say anything, and they're screaming. Well, he was talking about this woman, and he said, did you see the guys who went up and rescued her? I'd have just left her there. I'd have put up some nets. <laughs> I agree. And I'd have just walked away. Couldn't agree and more. He goes, she'd have come down eventually. Eventually she would. <laughs> and let people go ahead and just visit the statue. I mean, no one is there at that it, where she was. No one climbs uh, on the robes. Right. So just let her rot. Or maybe next time she could go to that other Statue of Liberty, that wrong one that was on the U.S. Postal Service stamp. That was a terrible segue. I tried. I didn't work. Maybe she could go onto a stamp. No, to the other one. Because this is no. She meant model. actually it was a decent set. She oh, meant yeah. she could go oh, to the, to the, to the in replica Vegas. in Got Vegas All right, I that ended up right. on the Thank stamp you. instead of the real one. Okay, I retract. Thank you, Wayne. I retract. I retract. <laughs> so the reason that this story is a thing is because the the Statue of Liberty that's on the stamp that came out in 2011, that Forever stamp, is actually a replica of the one that an artist made in Vegas, not actually the Statue of Liberty in New York. So the guy sued, and he won $3.5 million. Copyright infringement. Yeah. Yep. And I guess uh, the government <laughs> is not imbu- immune to that. No. They just well, and also the you know the postal service is this weird quasi governmental, right? Right. Oh, right. Let's as if they don't have enough problems over there at the All postal right. service. Uh, let's take a break. We're going to come back. I have a story about a uh, NB, uh, MNS, M, MSNBC television host, as well as a very well known radio host, is dead of uh, liberalism. That's his disease. We'll be right back. Boy, you can cool it down. KFI Handle here uh, as we finish Handle on the news on a Friday, July 6th. Jennifer Jones, Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. Well, former MSNBC host uh, Ed Schultz has passed away at the age of 64. Natural causes. Whatever that means. Right. 64 is pretty young to die. And he is, not only was he considered uh, probably the most liberal of, uh, at least in the uh, back in the day, Rachel Maddow is pretty out there. But uh, he was uh, a, a very acerbic, sort of over-the-top uh, talk show host and television host. And uh, he died uh, of uh, hypocrisy because he was a complete, total hypocrite. Wow. Uh, why? Uh, because uh, he ended up working at RT America, yeah. Russian uh, Today. And all of a sudden, he changed his tune as to how much he loved Russia. For example, he lately has been backing uh, Russia's position that there was no meddling. Mm. I mean, just, come on, really? He even spoke uh, on a panel at the annual conservative political action conference that he once compared to Nazi Germany. And all of a sudden, he went the other way. So, little hypocrisy there. A former L.A. police sergeant who was locked up over the beating of Rodney King has now been charged with two counts of DUI. Stacy Cohen, boy, that name's familiar. That's coming yeah. back. He was actually he was a sergeant, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, and he got nailed. Uh, I think worse than anybody uh, because he was a supervisor. He did jail time, didn't he? 
Well, they all did. Uh, I think he, uh, that's right, Coonan and Lawrence Powell uh, went to prison on federal civil rights charges. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what was, uh, how long did he serve in jail? Two, three years? And this was federal prison because he was acquitted in uh, state court. And they had the videos. It was a, a young lawyer, an Ethiopian guy who had sort of just graduated law school that took the case and he won it. And it was a miracle. Well, Kuhn uh, apparently is facing two misdemeanor counts for allegedly crashing his truck into a parked pickup May 1st mm. in Castaic. All right. And now a police officer at Cal State Fullerton has been charged with DUI driving his patrol vehicle. What does it tell you when he shows up drunk uh, at a police briefing? You know. Well, it was. Now, to be fair, it was in the evening. Still think that shows a problem. Uh, yes. Blood alcohol uh, level 0.09, according to prosecutors. It's not that. It's just a hair over being. You're not drunk. supposed to be a 0.0 anything when Driving you're on the duty. Patrol car. Driving not, a patrol but car. But it's not uh, a 0.23. You're not even it's, supposed to drive past a liquor billboard. That's probably true. <laughs> uh, all I'm saying is that it's just one uh, step above what's legally drunk. I mean, it's not screaming, falling down in a stupor drunk. Hey, I know we're, uh, we had a couple of bad cop stories, but I want to give a quick shout out to the cops in Pasadena. They're heading out to bars and clubs for educational purposes, so they're going to go out. What, how to drink? No, they're going to take breathalyzers into the clubs and just let people try them out. Oh, okay. Just as a way for people to go, holy crap, I didn't realize, after a couple of whatevers, this is how high my blood alcohol is. I thought that was a really good idea. It actually is. Yeah, I agree. That's that's pretty because people proactive. have. I, I think when people, there's yeah. a myth focused. out there that if you take uh, mints, for example, yes, uh, then uh, that covers <laughs> it up. A penny in your mouth, nobody oh, will notice funny. it. Well, uh, here's one more bad cop story. Uh, but he's not necessarily a cop. No, he's this a is clerk. a clerk. Yeah, that uh, who apparently, and I don't get this, recorded people inside a restroom at the Long Beach Police Department. Dirty deeds. What I'm saying I don't get is this must be a fetish kind of thing because I don't I don't understand it. Anyway, this guy, uh, Sergio Nieto of Downey, was arrested last month after he allegedly photographed and videotaped people inside a restroom at the department's downtown offices. Now, uh, we don't know to what extent he videoed them. Just walking in the door and being in the common area or men up at the urinal, which I'm assuming is fairly easy because that's within the common area, but in the stall uh, and it doesn't say uh, which restroom, men, women. No, it, it was a men's room. Oh, it was a men's room. It was a, and it was on the second floor. I don't know the layout of their department, but I'm thinking it's more likely that was an employee's only, not necessarily a public restroom. It's gross no matter what. Yeah. Speaking of gross times three, um, a 49-year-old man has been arrested after exposing himself to young women on a bus, and they and he's done it before. Dirty deeds and the done dirty deeds. Uh, allegedly. Carlos Tirado, a resident of Costa Mesa. Uh, the latest incident happened on June 19th. He positioned himself, allegedly, next to a 16-year-old oh, girl on a bus in Santa Ana, exposed himself, and... And masturbated. Yeah. And masturbated. And then uh, they were looking at surveillance video, and they said, wait, this is the same guy that we arrested for right. doing this yeah. to a 22-year-old woman on a bus in know, Anaheim, crazy. and there was another 22-year-old woman on another bus in Anaheim on another time that he yeah. did it. I mean, that is, uh, I, I, you know, I wonder why, why people, uh, you know, I can see the exposing oneself. I sort of get that. 
But then wait, masturbating wait, next I, to someone? May I just halt the proceedings? And I understand. Please it, explain to me uh, what you understand no, no, about I, one why seems, the exposing. One seems significantly more serious than oh, the other. Oh, definitely. That's yeah, what I'm uh, saying. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Oh, is, I thought you were like, I can understand no, why no, a guy no, would no, want no, to. No, no, no. The only part that I find fascinating about this story is that at the time he was suffering from a very severe case of carpal tunnel syndrome. Oh, boy. <laughs> God. The next story to me, I'm, try, I'm trying. Next, I love this next story so much. Karma. It's the sun. Oh, yes. Oh, God, it's fabulous. Poachers get eaten by lions, and they weren't even poached. It was. You a, would think they'd be poached poachers, right? Group no. of rhino poachers eaten by a pride of lions. Can't get better. They broke into a wildlife reserve, and the lions were like, mm, "Lunchtime." Yeah. Yes, they were. Not, the poachers were not poached. They were scrambled. That is very uh, good. Oh. Well said. I love it so right. much when animals eat people who are trying to hurt animals. Amen. And like when this. they come in, I mean, obviously oh. poaching is a very, very serious business, and it's done almost at an industrial scale, and uh, the guards uh, that are guarding these uh, reserves, it's shoot to kill. Yeah. They see a poacher, uh, they don't even argue. They just unload on the poachers. And those were former poachers. They yes, hire former poachers to be the point. guards. So they know all the tricks. It's yep. like hiring a hacker to, you know, help with your security of a company. Yep. And then let's finish up with uh, one this of the This is a real stories. good just say no story. A uh, <laughs> Pennsylvania couple got high on bath salts, saw some fireflies in the sky, and shot at them. But not because they're mad at fireflies. Yeah. They thought they were space aliens. Yeah. I mean, that's been that's oh, so scary. Guy. They thought the fireflies were green lasers right. coming from extraterrestrials. Of course they did. So I, love the, I love this thinking. I can, I can even get past the, you think they're aliens. Then they thought, space aliens are here with green lasers. I'll fire a shot in the air to scare them off. If Crazy. space aliens come, I guarantee you they're not going to be afraid no. of our no. man, manly, worldly pistols. Right. And uh, there is a, a crowdfunding uh, plan out there to defend them. George Norrie is starting that. <laughs> <laughs> Had to go there, didn't I? Yes. Yes. Okay. 